Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. TurboTax believes taxes shouldn't be so complicated and daunting. People do amazing things every day, so it makes no sense that they should feel like they can't do their taxes. Look at me. I'm a genius, right? If you hear me on the Dan Patrick Show, I have so much trouble with my taxes. But that's why TurboTax provides you with tools and encouragement you need to do your taxes with ease and confidence. For instance, TurboTax Live features CPAs on demand, which gives you access to certified tax professionals anywhere and even on nights and weekends. With CPAs on demand, you get easy access to an actual real-life CPA or EA for tax answers and advice. We can give you answers and advice to help you make sure you get the best possible outcome. With CPAs on demand, expert help is tailored to you in your particular tax situation. So you'll never, ever feel alone or stuck when you're doing your taxes. TurboTax Live with CPAs on demand helps you get your taxes done quickly and easily so you can get back to all the other amazing things you do every day. TurboTax. All people are tax people. That's TurboTax. Remember, if you're amazing at other things, you can definitely be amazing at taxes as well. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Mancake. I'm so close to being a household name. This is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Friday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Once again, if you had the under with Fritzy making it through three hours, you're going to lose because he's here for the third hour. Incredible. Every Friday. Fritzy's only going to work Fridays, I yeah, think. Yeah, it seems like uh, this is showing up on once a week. That's just not going to cut it. Roy Williams, North Carolina head coach, will join us coming up here in a little bit. It was fun to see Steph Curry back in uniform, back in action last night. And it just brings you back to how much fun he is when he's playing, he's healthy. And, you know, they're not going to solve anything this year. It's a really young lineup there. You don't have clay. And what do you do with that top draft pick that you're going to have? What's, what's the future of this team look like? Will this team be playing for a championship next year? That's what I want to know. Clay comes back, Draymond Green is healthy, they get a draft pick. I don't know about Wiggins. Um, I, maybe that's an experiment like D'Angelo Russell was, but uh, it was fun to see him last night where he played 27 minutes, had just one turnover, had uh, 23 points. But you look ahead to next year, and uh, that should be a whole lot of fun in the West because the Lakers will still be formidable. The Clippers will be as well. And, uh, you know, the jury's still out on the Rockets because watching last night, I can give a lot of credit to the perimeter defense of the Clippers. But, man, I got to give a whole lot of blame to the Rockets. They just keep firing up threes. They don't have a plan B. It's a feast or famine. They went 7 of 42 from three-point range. And these are guys who are professionals taking three-point shots, including James Harden. But 7 for 42, you're not going to beat elite teams. Now, you might say that might happen one game during a seven-game series because everything that has to do with the Rockets, this experimental small ball, all we want to know is how does this play out in the playoffs? I don't think there's any other player right now where you go, yeah, but let me wait and see how he does in the playoffs. Now, you can say that about the Greek freak, but it's still early for him. James Harden, we've said often, well, he's going to be tired when he gets to the postseason. Now we got small ball. What's small ball going to be like? Charles Barkley called them little leprechauns out there. You know, are they a matchup nightmare for another team when they're playing well? Absolutely. But you can have these nights, and you can't have many of these nights if you're in a seven-game series trying to win, at, you know, winning uh, four games. Yeah, Paul. Isn't that the why the Warriors could cruise for all those years when they had Durant, Curry, and Thompson? Two of the three could have an off night. You have three superstars. They, it doesn't feel like Russ, Russ Westbrook's going to have that game where he's six for 11 from three. 
Yeah, but he's not taking threes. I don't want him taking threes. But that's that's my plan B is to have Russell Westbrook go to the hoop because I don't want everybody shooting threes there. But uh, Oh, by the way, Philadelphia won on the road, McLovin. Beat my Sacramento Kings last night. I can't believe it. You know, this scrubby team they're putting together isn't half bad. They they play okay without their injured stars. Yeah, they snapped a nine-game road losing streak. Do I have any reason to be excited headed into the playoffs? Probably not. We, I feel like we talk about the West playoffs a lot, but the East isn't really forming up in any way. If you petition the NBA and say, can we play all of our games at home, then I think yeah. you have a really good shot. But I think that's unlikely that they would sign off on that. No, that doesn't. Maybe, I don't know. It feels like Toronto's better than you. Certainly the Bucks are better than you. Miami Heat feels like they can be better than you. And Celtics. Oh, yeah, and the Celtics as well. But, you know, they're, you're, you're banking on your stars playing well, playing together, and not being hurt. I mean, you've got a couple, like the Al Horford experiment went horribly wrong. I mean, you thought you were wounding your rival, Boston, by taking Al Horford from them, but you actually hurt your team by adding Al Horford to the lineup. We should not be allowed to trade with Boston because no. we gave them the pick that <laughs> fell out of table. I heard an argument, by the way, Dan, that, that the, this weekend the Bucks lakers will go a long way to determining the MVP. Like, doesn't that seem pretty myopic? Yeah, you shouldn't base it off of this. But this is, this is how we react. We're a reactionary sports society where right now it's this question, who would you build around, Luka or Zion? No. Uh, are the Clippers now the best team in basketball because of what they did to the Rockets last night? And then if the Bucks would you know, lose to the Lakers, then we would go LeBron, MVP, question mark. And then if the Lakers lose to the Clippers, then we would say, hey, Kawhi is the best player in battle. I'm like, this is how this works. It's pretty simple. Look at the Tom Brady stuff. It's all breathlessly reported. Oh, my God. The Titans, they're FaceTiming Mike Vrabel. I'm hearing breaking news sources close to me. The odds for the Niners have gone from 100 to 1 to 12 to 1 to sign Brady. Yes, see, no, when they just got off their phone and they just heard multiple reports saying that teams are interested in Brady. Yeah. Huh. Like, were you running? I know. No. Breathlessly reporting. And I don't have anything to add to this other than somebody who I was shocked last night when I said, who's involved in this Brady situation. And I said, uh, I'm going to say Brady is going to stay. And then I said to this uh, guy, do you want to bet? He said, yes, name it. And I went, ooh, I didn't expect that answer here. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that person would come on the show to do that bet with you, or is it more of a private bet? I think it's a private bet right now, but I'm, I'm guessing – this person who is listening now might text me and say, hey, I said that to you last night in a text, or might say, because I think this person might be affiliated with one side of this story, you know, either the Patriots or Brady. And, oh, uh, an insider-ish? Ish, yes, absolutely. Uh, Garrett in South Dakota joins us on today's program. Hi, Garrett. How you doing, Dan? Good, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How about this? Minnesota trade with the Patriots for Kirk Cousins and Brady. Wait, what now? Having the swap between Brady and Kirk Cousins for Minnesota Vikings and the Patriots. Mm. 
Uh, I'll hang up and listen. I I don't uh, I don't think Bill Belichick wants Kirk Cousins. And, and you know, Kirk Cousins is Brady that much of an upgrade over Kirk D Cousins? And Kirk Cousins is expensive. So yeah, why wouldn't they just give Brady that eleven billion dollars yeah. that they're paying Kirk Cousins and save the trade? Yeah, and keep and keep him. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate that. Um, we uh, say good morning to our radio and TV partners. I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You can watch. Yes, you. There's a, uh, on the YouTube feed, Yeah. there's like a chat room sort of to the side. Yeah. Uh, and right now there's a very heated debate on what those people should be called, what they should call themselves. They're trying to come up with a nickname for themselves. Um, so, like, one of them was Chat Row because you have front row, back row. They're Chat Row. Okay. Uh, you have another called Danimals, which is okay. Okay. Uh, a really good one called the Fanettes. Ooh. So the Danettes. Yeah. The Fanettes. I like that one. Or I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of what's happening right now. There's like a sideshow going on on the uh, live YouTube feed. And I'm all in favor of that. I like I like the chatter there. I like you talking. It but, feels like we're moving on from Dan Nation. Yeah. That's kind of old school. That's more of like a uh, attic thing. It feels the like the locker room. Yeah. Then there was the locker room, and that died in unpleasant death. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of saucy in there sometimes. People oh, get a little saucy. Oh, I know. <laughs> and now we've got the uh, the 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 fanettes. I like it. I like it. Have fun in there. We love when you're uh, throwing things around. I want to bring back the cheap seats where we have some comments where fans get to have their comments up on the screen while they watch. We actually have somebody's job is to uh, corral comments from uh, from our listeners and viewers. But you can uh, watch on YouTube, and also we're on the Fox Sports Radio lineup as well. Uh, so Roy Williams will join us uh, coming up. Uh, we talked to DeMora Smith, the head of the NFL Players Association, last hour. He felt he sounded pretty good. For a guy who's waiting on a vote, I think that you know the vote, that this is going to pass. It's going to pass because the majority of the players who who don't make millions, they're going to be the ones to say, I'll play an extra game. I need to play the extra game. The stars don't want to play an extra game. And then, you know, as I said uh, to you when I first got this information about the schedule, I said, the schedule doesn't change this year. And maybe by 2021 it changes. And then you're going to have the TV deal. We don't even know if eight home games, nine road, eight home, eight road, and a neutral site. Like, we, they don't know this stuff yet. They're trying to figure all this stuff out. But in the meantime, you know, we wait for free agency, uh, whatever that means here. Yeah, see. A new one called the Dan Chatrix. <laughs> I can fly. Dan Chatrix. Chat- it, it doesn't really roll off yeah, the tongue there. It's a little tougher. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I saw this story, and I don't know how this story doesn't end up poorly. The Jets' Quinnen Williams, who I love coming out of college, um, he was arrested for criminal possession of a weapon last night. He attempted to board a plane, and he had a gun. He had a Glock pistol with him. I don't know if it was loaded. And he was being processed by police last night, late last night. We don't have any other details here, but uh, Quinnen Williams, he does have a license for the gun in his home state of Alabama, has a permit. 
But if you're going to bring it on a plane, you can't bring it on the plane. It has to be like there's an actual carrying case for your gun, and it has to be checked. And then New York has their own gun laws here. You know, go back to Plexico Burris, who, of course, shot himself, but still having a loaded gun, and uh, that, that cost Plexico Burris dearly. But Quinnen Williams, arrested for criminal possession of a weapon as he's boarding a plane. Do you forget about it? Like, do you, do you go, uh, let me see, I got keys, got my cell phone, got my gun, like all the things I'm going to travel? Or, or maybe, I wonder if it's somehow, yeah, I, I don't want to speculate, but, you know, putting in your carry-on versus checking your bag if you made a mistake. Because I think if you check your bag, there's, there's regulations where you can. But it has to be locked, unloaded, and checked. And you have to be forthcoming with the airport people and let them know. I thought that you just had to check it curbside, and it had to be in a special case that is for your gun. Those are most of the rules that we've saw, seen so far today. Yeah. Man. Like, I've, I've accidentally brought water in through TSA, and then they say, uh, you got to uh, pour that out. Like, I, for, ah, I forgot that I had my gun. You know, when, and I always hate when I, I had a friend who bought me a, a lighter. And I was on the road. He bought me a beautiful lighter. I go through security, and they go, uh, you can't. And they always treat you like, hey, idiot, you can't have this. And I go, now, if you want to go back out, and then you want to mail it to yourself. And I go, God. So I have this friend, and he's going to know now, because he, he lives in, uh, in California. And he always goes, hey, how's my lighter treating you? And I go, treating me well. That was three years ago, and uh, I I lost it without even using it. I just go, and then nothing I could do about it. So, Tom, I'm sorry. I I lost your lighter, but thank you. It was a wonderful birthday gift. Yes, McClellan. How close did you come to actually walking out and mailing it? Only because he had just given this to me the night before. He said, hey, I won't uh, see you for your birthday, but I got you something. Because we were smoking cigars. You go, I got something for you. And I'm like, ah, give me the lighter. And I'm not even thinking because it's, it's in the container. And I'm thinking, no, it's it's packaged. And, and then the guy goes, you can't bring a lighter through. Go, All right, whatever. Yes. Yeah, I had that happen with a really small knife. It's yeah. only like two inches or something like that. It's small like that you just keep in your pocket. Yeah. And I would always keep one in my backpack yeah. that I take with me. And I left it in there. And the dude was like, ah, this is going off somewhere. And I could have just been like, I don't know, keep scanning it, see what happens kind of thing. But I didn't. I was just like, oh, wait, I might have a knife in there. So I, uh, they opened it up and showed him right where it is. I was like, oh, dang, I forgot about that. Um, and I was like, but maybe the size or whatever. He's just like, no, yeah, you have to mail it to yourself or just throw it away. And I was like, well, I'm running late for my flight, so I'll just have to throw it away. He's like, okay, cool, no problem. Boom, right in his pocket. <laughs> right in his pocket. And I was like, well, enjoy the Leatherman, buddy. It's a, it's a solid knife. I saw, him, I saw him look at it, give it the once-over, and he was just like, right in his pocket. Okay, buddy, see you later. I've had some moments where I get uh, stopped, and then they pull me to the side, and then they frisk me. But, but they do say... You know, sometimes the guys will say, hey, you know, I know you're a celebrity. Do you want to go to the side? And the one time I didn't is one of the most invasive searches, I think, that you can have in public where – and there's a guy who's got video of me being searched because I saw him. And I, I went, really? As this guy was patting me down, if you know what I mean. 
And uh, I was like, oh, my God. But he does he at all any point know who you are and what you do for a living? Is he like, you know, the twins, the bullpen is really a disaster. I know for a little bit. No, he was touching the twins. And that was really? part of the problem. I went easy here, man. It's like, yay. And then, I, you know, I know he's doing his job. But then, I, I mean, I'm not a risk. I don't know. If, I don't think he knew who I was. But this guy, this guy went through on the other lane. He's taken a video of me. So somebody's got me being uh, frisk, felt up. Yes, we love Well, and that's the one we know about that's out there. There might be oh, yeah. over the years. Yeah. Who knows? I've had a couple of them. Cup checks, certainly. Well, well, sometimes I invite them. Like, sometimes I'll be like, are you sure you don't want to pat me down there? Uh, Rick in Iowa joins us. Hi, Rick. What do you have for me today? Yeah, 510-220. Hey, I was just wondering what your thoughts are with Tom Brady going to the Raiders and them luring Gronk, uh, Gronkowski out of retirement so Tom could have the tight end that he's had for the past years. But don't you have a good tight end on the Raiders? Well, I know, but it's just someone who's familiar with, uh, you know, with the way he operates and works. I don't think Gronk is coming back, and thanks for the phone call. Now, look, Brady could end up with the Raiders. Did you see Dana White? Dana White was filming a phone call with Tom Brady to to entice him to come to Vegas. And I don't, like, I, I saw the video and then you could hear Tom's voice saying, I love you, to Dana White. Uh, and I don't know if Tom realized that he was being recorded there. It felt a little awkward. By the way, Dana White, isn't he from Boston? So I don't know how that's going over in his hometown that he's trying to lure Brady away. But he had this video where he was, you know, he was on Skype or something. And uh, he had video of uh, Tom Brady. Uh, let's see, Christian in Maine joins us. Hey, Christian. What's up, Dan? Hey, uh, just to correct you for a small second there, Dana White's from Maine. Oh, um, okay. Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, okay. He's from Patriot Poland, country. Maine. Um, so uh, I shook the magic eight ball, and Ooh. I am scared to death because I know Brady's leaving. He's gone. And I, it, uh, all signs point that Marcus Mariota is coming to New England because when Brady leaves, there's a $13 million cap hit that we're going to have to take anyway. Yeah. So, so we're not trading for Dalton. We're not, we're not getting, I mean, all these pipe dreams that people are saying, well, if he leaves, we're going to get this, this, and this guy, and we can't even afford Teddy Bridgewater. It's going to be Marcus Mariota. And uh, I was telling uh, uh, Mario or whomever it was that I uh, spoke to before I got on the line that my, my son's a diehard, diehard Titans fan. And uh, – he loved Mariota, and I, and he he's like, oh, I, I want Mariota to go to the Patriots now. Now he wants him to go to the Patriots because it's not going to work. And the insufferable, the insufferable truth is that Brady and Vrabel have a great repertoire, and I believe that Vrabel would say to Brady, you can call all the offensive plays. You've got Delaney Walker. We've got Derrick Henry. We'll re-sign Logan Ryan, who is your buddy on the team, you know, and and I, I, no, I, I think know, that I think the Titans are a real player. I do, and thanks for the phone call, Christian. I'm glad to know that your son is a big Marcus Mariota fan, and I I didn't rule out somebody scooping up Mariota, including the Patriots, because you can kind of get him for you know, not nothing, but you know, this is a guy you buy low, sell high, and maybe. You know, Belichick can see something in him that that could help them as they move forward. But no, I, I think Tennessee's real. 
And I think San Francisco's real from this one one angle. Kyle Shanahan puts this to rest. John Lynch puts this to rest by saying, "We're not ta- we're not trading, we're not signing Tom Brady. We have Jimmy Garoppolo. We're not we're not going to Jimmy Garoppolo will be our quarterback next season." Nobody said that. So that's why there's speculation out there that this has some real legs with the Niners. Real legs. And Tennessee as well. Maybe there's a mystery team. That was the latest report. There's a mystery team. I don't know the mystery team. How can you have a report on a mystery team, but then you don't you keep it a mystery about the mystery team? Isn't that the breaking news that the I'll tell you the mystery team? Yes, McLean. We should keep track of what callers say. We had the Bills last week and no, the Vikings today. Yeah, I know. Can we get all 32 eventually? Uh, yeah. And I would get to Randy in Washington. Uh, he's talking about Brady to the Seahawks, so I can't get him yet because i got to take a break. Uh, Coach Roy Williams will join us next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. People look at the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Uh, You know, obviously they won the Super Bowl. They had an amazing team. uh, And people point to the coaching staff or the talent on the team. The real insiders know exactly how the Chiefs won the Super Bowl this year, and that is because they're proud partners with Sleep Number Beds. True story. And my guess is that Sleep IQ data that they've been collecting over the course of the season, that's what really put them over the edge in terms of the rest of the NFL because um, did you know that 9 out of 10 couples, maybe even teammates, they prefer different mattresses? If everybody's sleeping on the same mattress, then uh, a lot of people are going to be uncomfortable. But with Sleep Number, they give you the ability to – Change the firmness of your mattress. So, like, I have a sleep number. I'm at a 75. My wife, more of a 50. So, you know, that's a big difference there. So, you too, just like me and just like the Kansas City Chiefs, can discover smart, effortless comfort with a Sleep Number 360 smart bed. This is not just a bed. It's proven quality sleep. Come in now and save up to $600 on select Sleep Number 360 smart beds for a limited time only at a Sleep Number store or at sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. That's sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Roy Williams, the only coach all time with at least 400 wins at two different schools, 418 wins at Kansas and 466 at North Carolina. In fact, no coach has even won 300 games at two different Division I schools. Coach joins us this morning. Coach, how are you? Well, I've got some news for you, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady's coming back to North Carolina to be reinvent himself to be a North Carolina basketball player. He saw our game last weekend. <laughs> he had, and he said he could help you? He said he could help us. <laughs> Between Jimmy Kimmel standing up on the uh, <laughs> scores table and his receiver saying he's coming back, Tom told me I am, I'm coming back as a college basketball player. I appreciate that, Coach. Thank you. You heard it first. Yeah, I did. I don't know if I'll hear it second, but I did hear it first there. Uh, what, what football team do you follow? You know, I follow the Panthers a little bit because I love McCaffrey. Ron Rivera was always so great to us. Uh, Mr. Richardson, I knew him when I was an assistant. But 
I really don't follow a lot of teams as much as I do coaches or individuals, but I'll throw you a curveball. Okay. My favorite NFL team of all time is the Tennessee Titans because they started as the Houston Oilers and they had George Blanda and Billy Cannon and Charlie Toar and Charlie Hennessy. I mean, they had all those guys, and it's the first pro football game I ever saw on TV. And so I've been a Houston Oilers Earl Campbell fan ever since. Did you play football in high school? Nope, quit in the eighth grade because those guys just kept getting bigger and I wasn't getting any bigger. I, I weighed a cool 100 pounds as a ninth grader in high school, but uh, after the eighth grade, those guys just kept getting bigger and bigger, and I didn't. How would you sum up, if somebody didn't see your team play this year, how would you sum up, maybe in one sentence, this season so far? That I should have continued coaching football and give up basketball. <laughs> I did coach high school football for four years as an assistant, so that's what they would say if watching our team this year is that I should have found another vocation. <laughs> but do you start to doubt yourself? Well, I think, Danny, I think that I've always doubted myself. Every game after the game, I said, God, I should have done this or I should have done that. And I don't know if I can say doubting myself, but I've always questioned myself. And I think probably question yourself during years like this more than you ever do. And so it's a reason that when we do have great years, I really try to spend some time to go back and look and make sure that I look and study things a great deal even when we have great years, much less what we've, uh, what we've been going through this year. I have to be honest, I, I was worried about you a little bit this year. Um, and, and this wasn't health-related, but mm-hmm. just from afar, I was like, you know, I don't know if you're enjoying yourself. And, you know, there's a challenge there every year for you, for mm-hmm. every coach. But I don't know, this it got to you a lot more than I thought it would. Well, I think that I'm lucky because we haven't had – I've never gone through anything like this, but so I've been so, so lucky. But – I do take it personally. I do take it home with me. I do wake up in the middle of the night, and uh, and, and I haven't done as good a job with this team. I think that uh, the way I evaluate my coaching is did I get the team to play to their potential? Did I get every individual to play to their potential and, and be able to make good decisions under adversity and to come through under adversity? And, and I haven't gotten this team to – uh, to do as well, you know, it's it's the kind of thing that uh, it still bothers me. I didn't sleep very well last night, so I don't know that I'll start uh, sleeping any better until we start winning more. But we've we've won three in a row, and that that makes it better. But I've just never gone through this, and it's been hard. It really has. And uh, uh, but I'd really sit back a lot of times and think that other people really really have some problems, and my problem's not trying to. Uh, trying to figure out how to get one stop. We've lost six games this year that if we had gotten one defensive stop, uh, we could have been 6-0. and Instead, we got zero, and so we were 0-6 in those games. Yeah, and then that would give you 19 wins on the season, and, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't be in the position where you are where you're going to have to you're going to have to win out uh, mm-hmm. to make the tournament. I'm guessing that would be. Yeah, the... that's what I would think, Kimball Walker style, and uh, uh, you know he's the lad. Their team, not just Kimball, but Kimball was sensational. But uh, they won their last five to get in the tournament, and then won all six games uh, in the NCAA tournament. So it can be done. It's it's not easy to say the least. But I'll give you the difference in uh, Roy Williams and Coach Dean Smith. There's about a million of them, a million miles. But my first year as an assistant coach here. North Carolina, we won five games where the other team had the last shot to win the game and missed all five. Mm. 
So we were five and zero that year. This year we're zero and six. So I told Coach Smith that's really good coaching, and we had a little <laughs> bit of a, a chuckle about it a couple of years after that. But uh, there's no chuckling going on in Royville right now. Who'd you hear from after you dropped the f bomb uh, after the game against North Carolina or uh, Notre Dame? You know, almost no one. It really was. Uh, uh, one one of fellow coach said, I'm glad you're normal. And I, <laughs> I, I laughed, but I, I didn't laugh at the time. It's something I shouldn't have done, and it's just it just came out. The question sort of bothered me, and, uh, and I let that get to me, and it was something I'm not proud of. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not proud of a lot of things I've done. It's just I haven't done it in, in the front of uh, – with uh, microphones in front of me. He's uh, Roy Williams, North Carolina head coach. Got Duke coming up on Saturday, three-time national champ. Uh, you said you bring your losses home with you. Mm-hmm. There's no rule where, you know, your wife said or you know somebody says, "Hey, don't bring that home," uh, or leave it at the door, or you know. You know, it's crazy when we win. I tell the guys to enjoy it until midnight, and then we we'll start moving ahead. And uh, the losses just. Uh, they stick with me, Dan, and in fact, uh, the night before I left North Carolina to go to Kansas as the head coach, we had dinner at Coach Smith's house, and he said his biggest worry about me is how hard I took the losses as an assistant, and it gets a million times worse as the head coach, and he lowballed it. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot worse than that, but uh, uh, it is. You know, when I was in high school coaching, I thought there were two bad things about coaching, having to cut players and losing. And so in college, it's only one, you know, it's just the the losing. But I do, I sit back and try to tell myself how lucky I am, and I am. And good gracious, uh, God knows I'm about the luckiest guy you can possibly be. But the losses do go home with me, and it's it's hard, but it's it's hard on every coach, and it's – well, my wife says nobody takes it as hard as I do, and uh, uh, but she has to live through it. But thankfully, this summer will be 47 years, so she's she's put up with a lot. She just goes to bed, <laughs> and closes the door, and locks me outside, or whatever she feels like doing. Uh, what's the scouting report on Duke? Great team, great coach, uh, big inside threat with Vernon Carey, point guard Trey Jones, who's just uh, one of the best leaders in college basketball, who was a really good player last year and has turned into a great player this year. Uh, some talented freshmen like uh, Stan Cassius Stanley, who jumps out of the gym. And what you have to do, in our opinion, my opinion, Roy Williams, you have to attack, you have to score, because they're going to score, so you better keep scoring. If you have a scoring drought in that game, it's uh, you go home with a sad look on your face. Surprised at Zion's success in the NBA? No, not at all. I think I saw him in high school more than any other head coach uh, uh, over a two-year period. I was down there like 13 times and just thought he was the most amazing specimen I'd ever seen. How did you lose him? Yeah. How did you lose him? I wish I could find out. If I knew that, I wouldn't have lost him. (laughs) I would have changed. Uh, uh, But, no, uh, Duke did a great job. But I tell you what, he he did some of the most amazing things in high school that I've ever seen, and yet I've always worried about – uh, his knees and his ankles, his uh, uh, his lower body, because the guy jumps so high yeah. with that amount of weight that there's a collision every time he comes down. And uh, I, but I just think he's uh, he's got this air about him that people enjoy him, people like him, 
He's a very gregarious personality and and jumps higher and plays harder and runs faster than just about anybody that's ever played the game at that size. And, uh, you know, he's he's got to stand the test of time in the NBA, but truly one of the greatest high school players and college players that I've ever seen. Roy, great to talk to you, and uh, I, I hope you have fun the rest of the season, and I'm, I'm sure that you'll bounce back next season. But uh, Well, we're going to try to and try to win as many as we can and then go see if I can make a birdie for a couple of weeks, and then we'll start worrying about uh, uh, next year. We've got a good group coming in, and hopefully I'll do a better job coaching them, Dan. Thank you, Coach. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, partner. That's uh, Roy Williams. And you know what? He's put it on himself. Now, he did say this is the least gifted team I've ever coached in the time uh, that I've been back. And that was, I think, after a loss to Georgia Tech. But, you know, he's taken ownership of this. But, um, you know, you're seeing some of these coaches who haven't been through this. There are a lot of coaches who go through this every year. It's just Coach K has had some moments this year. Roy's had some moments this year. John Calipari has had some moments this year. Tom Izzo's had moments this year. Jim Beheim this year. You're just not used to seeing these marquee coaches have meltdowns like this. I mean, Roy dropping an F-bomb, and I went, wait, Roy just dropped an F-bomb there. You know, Coach K calling out the fan base there, saying, stop trolling these kids. They're 18, 19 years of age. You want to question my coaching? Come on into Cameron Indoor and look up to the rafters there. Like, this is sort of uncharted waters for a lot of these Hall of Fame coaches there. I saw this uh, stat. Uh, Big Ten is currently projected to get as many as 10 teams into the NCAA tournament. The only conference to ever get 10 or more in the tournament was back in 2011. That was the Big East. Got 11 teams in. The most the Big Ten has had all time is eight teams, and that was last year. Yeah, Paul. You know, it still bothers me. The Big Ten, it might get 10 teams in the NCAA tournament, but that's not all of the teams in the Big Ten. (laughs) Come on, man. Big Ten. I know. Well, you spent all that money on, uh, you know, your logo. And you, know, you can't change the Big Ten. How many teams are in the Big Ten? 12 Is that? They should just make it that the 10 teams that get in are the only ones that stay and everybody else is cut. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. You get relegated? You get relegated out. You get relegated to. Yeah, but that means Rutgers always gets relegated. Why is Rutgers not getting in this year? I don't know. They're good this no, year. No, the Rutgers is good this they year. They are getting in, right? Yeah. Okay, good. They oh. stay in basketball, football. Though, oh, that's, that's it. That's the it. Curb. Yeah, yeah McLeod. We get a lot of gear from Nebraska basketball, so yeah. we got to keep them in the Big Ten, too. They're Uh-oh. in last place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. There will be a playoff right now between Nebraska and Northwestern for relegation. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I watch that. So Rutgers is making the tournament, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I mean, at this point, it's so hard to not make the tournament. True. That but, just means you really stink. No then offense. Nebraska. Nebraska, because you know we love you. Yeah, Paul. The Big Ten has eight nationally ranked teams in it. Of its 12 teams. Okay. <laughs> the Big Ten has eight out of, out of their 12 teams. Wait, am I, am I in drugs? Do they have 14 teams in the Big Ten now? 14. I thought it was 12. So now we can have our own mini playoff for relegation. Whether you you added Maryland and you added Rutgers, Nebraska, Nebraska. There's another one in there they added, didn't they? Is Missouri in the Big Ten? <laughs> yes, McLovin. 
<laughs> you, you said Maryland, right? Maryland, yeah. Rutgers. Oh, geez. By the way, so Purdue's not going to make the tournament? They oh, have the, the one player I know, that seven-foot guy with the sharp hairdo. Is that Haas? Yes. Haas. 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 There's a lot in there, Dan. Haas. Uh, they beat Virginia earlier in the year. They killed Virginia at Purdue, and I went, man, this is a fun team. And ever since then, they have not been good. Yeah, I, we have a lot of. I have a lot of studying to do to win this bracket. Now, I, I, I think the more studying you do, the worse you're going to get. Uh, Randy in Washington, the aforementioned Randy in Washington, joining us. Hey, Randy. Hey, Dan. I shall be known as Randy, the voice of reason. Oh. Okay. So there we go. Okay. Russie is going east. Tommy's coming west. He's going to stop and pick up Gronkowski. So then you got. You got Brady, you got Olsen, you got Gronk, you got three young receivers. Marshawn's coming back to help them young guys. Mm -hmm. uh, Peter's got lots of enthusiasm. Defense is getting better. Randy, I I appreciate the phone call, but uh, the voice of reason, I don't think you've earned that tag. I think Seattle likes Russell Wilson, and I would too, and I would not take Tom Brady over Russell Wilson Jr. the third. By the way, on Fox, I don't know if it was yesterday, but Bill Hemmer is one of their anchors, and he was interviewing somebody, and he said, uh, hey, see, can you find that? Yeah, 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 I can find it. Okay, because I can take a break. Yeah. Okay, because I think Bill Hemmer must must listen to this show. I can confirm Bill Hemmer watches the show. Oh, okay. Well, I feel bad because he was channeling McLovin yesterday during an interview. We'll have that for you coming up. I'll try to sneak in a couple of Meat Friday songs as well back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today, Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Send this out to those folks in Nashville affected by those tornadoes. Devastation earlier in the week. This arcade fire. So uh, Maura Mant, I mentioned this uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I worked with her at the Mothership, and uh, some of the Danettes worked with her as well. She was the really the brains behind, the brilliance behind the ESPYs, and uh, she did other things, documentaries. She was, had a lot of projects she was involved in, and she uh, passed away suddenly. 
And uh, there's a memorial coming up a week from today in New York City. So it'll be nice to uh, have a celebration of life with uh, Mormat, who uh, passed away. Reggie Miller will join us on the program on Monday. I mentioned Bill Hemmer, who is an anchor on Fox News, and he's been on the show a couple of times. Uh, had something uh, where he was doing an interview and then went from the interview to reading something, and apparently he must listen to the show and channel McLovin because this is what Bill said. Martin Luther King Jr. III. <laughs> I think that's incorrect. Just to be fair to Bill, I—I I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's not Martin Luther King Jr. the third. Paulie, did you check? Confirmed. Okay, just Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. the third. <laughs> Sal Palantonio did that one time too. <laughs> Sal Sal Pal did it, and and you know didn't even stop. He just went right through. This, the stop sign. Martin Luther King Jr. the third. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. the third. Oh, McLovin, you got to be proud. <laughs> yep, by influence being felt. By the way, we don't know there is a Martin Luther King the third. If he was talking about him or Martin Luther King Jr. Robert Griffiths Jr. the third. <laughs> don't forget Henry Ruggs Jr. the third. Jr. the third. Yes. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Sal Palantono actually did it twice in one live shot. <laughs> did he? he said Russell Wilson oh, Jr. Yeah, Russell the Wilson third. Jr. the third. Twice in a live shot, which was one of the best days of our uh, life. And I, it feels like anybody who has, you know, two syllables, first name, two syllables, last name. So Baker Mayfield Jr. the third. Russell Wilson Jr. the third. And then when McLovin gave us <laughs> Robert Griffith <laughs> Jr. the third. Robert Griffith Jr. the third. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Uh, it is a Meat Friday. I should play uh, at least one Meat Friday song. This is Zach in Cincinnati with his uh, version of Johnny Cash. I smell that trigger coming. Rolling round the bend I ain't seen my meat guys Since last Friday And I'm stuck in Fritzy's prison These jokes keep dragging on But DP show keeps rolling So suck it hard back <laughs> When Shay was just a baby His mother told him son Never bet the cowboys, roommates are no fun. Crystal to go to New York just to watch them die. Wow. When I smell that trigger coming, I hang my head and cry. Well done, Zach. Well done. Played the guitar, singing, and also lyrics. Very, very good. This day in sports history, Paul. A couple days. In 1983, the USFL made their debut. 1922, Babe Ruth signed a three-year deal, 52 grand a year. 1970, the Beatles released Let It Be in the U.K., one of their last songs. And in 2018, Jeff Bezos was named the world's richest person with $112 billion. Bill Gates went to number two. Which Bezos have now? Checking. Half that. I'll check again, and I'll check again. Yeah, you go through a divorce, and then you lose half, and you're still the richest man in the world. That's is she you... the richest woman in the world? Not a joke question. I don't know if she is, but I think she's in the top five richest women. 
I got one twenty one billion for Bezos. That's it. Well, I think he took a had a rough week, as we did all did. Well, what did she get? Like forty, forty billion. Yeah, McLevin. I think I read that she didn't want to take the full half because it would disrupt the stock market. Did anyone? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> wow. Because you have to liquidate a bunch of stocks to do that. Particularly oh annual installments like the lottery. That's what taxes are. Uh, go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, what did you learn? 49ers haven't shut down, shut down rumors about the interest in Tom Brady because they are, in fact, interested in Tom Brady. Yeah, they could end this right now. They just say, no, we're not. This is silly. We're not interested in Tom Brady. McLovin? DeMore Smith said he could take Goodell in arm wrestling and in MMA, although he finds the ring kind of gross because of the blood. Uh, Seton O'Connor Jr., the third. The Hem Dog is an instant legend on this show. Bill Hemmer, the Hem Dog. <laughs> Todd has literally become Friday Fritzy. Yeah. yeah i got to try to make it more than once a week. Yeah. Uh, what did I learn, Todd? Warren Williams once coached high school football for four years. His favorite NFL team, the Tennessee Titans. Tacova's boots are handmade, full-grain leathers by world-class boot makers. Tacova's cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Tacova's, T-E-C-O-V-N-S dot com slash D-P. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you Monday. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary, and simply search for our shows to start listening. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.